Live music today is not what it used to be. From Taylor Swift fans taking Ticketmaster to court to the horrific Astroworld tragedy and major artists like Justin Bieber canceling tours, there's the sense that today's concert-going experience is being ruined. Looking out at the back of people's phone for two hours. <laughs> is the most horrible thing to look at. Concerts and music festivals have long been a force for community, uniting people through the power of live music. But fans and artists alike are speaking out about a troubling shift in concert culture, reflected in crowds filled with phone screens, intrusive onstage heckling, and a post-pandemic tendency to consume the artist as viral content. Nobody was in the moment. Everyone was documenting the moment. All that's if you can even afford to go in the first place, as concert prices hit levels that make most of us gasp. Here's our take on everything that goes wrong with this hyper-commodified etiquette-lacking concert experience and how we can turn it around. Ticketmaster ought to look in the mirror and say, I'm the problem. It's me. There's nothing like a sea of phones blocking your view of the stage. Rows of phones at concerts is not a brand new phenomenon, but it seems like the desire to film these events has shifted from casually capturing a moment to curating lengthy viral content. And where do these often blurry and inaudible videos go? Likely straight to TikTok. By camping for days on end, dropping excessive amounts of money on a ticket, throwing objects on stage, etc., fans fight to capture viral moments that they can post before anyone else. Some artists, like Matt Healy of the 1975, use this behavior to their advantage. While touring the band's newest album, Healy went viral countless times, making him and the band's tour the center of most For You pages. But it's also what people want. So he's playing the rock star, giving the people what they want, but also he knows it. Healy's onstage antics, like making out with fans on stage, eating a raw steak, or humorously engaging with objects thrown on stage, made the 1975 near escapable on TikTok. But as the hype surrounding Healy's unpredictableness grew, so did fans' competitive need to capture every memeable moment. This competitiveness also means needing to be as close as possible, creating a hierarchy of who has the best concert experience. Some disgruntled concert-goers post their view from the nosebleeds or obstructed seating areas. Meanwhile, the fans with closer seats not only use their view of the concert as a brag, but also for the high-quality content it yields. TikTok creator Tara's World infamously went viral for dropping over 10k on Harry Styles' pit tickets, despite having been in the pit multiple nights prior. She was like, yeah, we can replace them with like balcony tickets. I was like, no, like, I finna be in the pit. And then filming only herself at these shows. This points to another trend, audience members recording themselves reacting to the events on stage, as opposed to the performers they're paying so dearly to see. So we can see a shift being made from the spectacle of the artist to the spectacle of the fan, who will do whatever it takes, be it spending 10k on tickets or singing loudly in the crowd to have the best and most shareable experience possible. To the person who thinks you can outsing Billy and ruin all my videos. We think of being a rock star as one of the most glamorous jobs on earth, but today the musicians themselves are facing a lot of unpleasant behavior. They're being heckled at, looking out at an impersonal crowd glued to their screens, or needing to worry that someone could get hurt. Wait, stop. I just want to go up here. 
to pass out. And their requests to set boundaries are met with varying, often negative reactions. Before resuming her Laurel Hell tour in February 2022, musician Mitski tweeted a statement kindly requesting that her fans keep their phone use minimal during her upcoming shows. She took to Twitter. When I'm on stage and look to you, but you are gazing into a screen, it makes me feel as though those of us on stage are being taken from and consumed as content instead of getting to share a moment with you. However, her request to bring back the communing aspect of concert going was quickly met with controversy. Fans read her claims as ableist or dismissive of mental health issues. The speed at which fans dismantled and weaponized Mitski's statement somewhat proves her words are true. These artists are viewed as means of content first and performers second. Ultimately, musicians hold a range of opinions on phone usage. I've been taking photos is one of the most pure and lovely things you can do with a cell phone. But Mitski's plea being turned into a witch hunt indicates a deeper problem with audience entitlement and performers not being seen as humans. This invasive trend carries over to other hostile dynamics in concert spaces, with some artists facing blatant disrespect or intrusive heckling. After the song Bad Habit blew up on TikTok, Steve Lacey's 2022 tour sold out in minutes due to his new and mostly Gen Z audience. Lacey outwardly struggled with this shift in audience membership, dealing with crowds that only knew the viral snippets of his songs. The way nobody sang the next verse embarrassing as. Most notably, he snapped after being hit with a disposable camera on stage. While artists like Harry Styles might be able to keep performing after being hit in the eye with a skittle, Lacey threw the camera to the ground and left the stage, and the episode points to the severe lack of boundaries and sometimes reciprocal connection between artists and their younger fans. Crowds have also grown entitled to requests, often screaming during quiet moments of a set demanding an artist play a particular song. After facing requests for years to play the unreleased song Taxi, Charlie XCX emotionally opened up about the difficulties of performing it after the death of Sophie, the song's producer and her good friend. I get really emotional when people yell, Taxi, Taxi, but I get really sad, you know? When a fan in the crowd screamed, after indie artist Claro performed a personal song about sexual harassment in the workplace, she took a step back from performing a few weeks later. Concert ticket prices are out of control today, so it's important to cut costs where you can, especially if you're saving up for the Eras tour. One place almost everyone overspends is with those pesky, impossible-to-cancel subscription services. I didn't realize how much those were adding up monthly until I tried today's sponsor, Rocket Money. Most Americans are spending an average of 200 bucks on subscriptions per month. How much are you spending. Figuring out what trials converted to expensive plans and how to terminate all those recurring payments is a chore. Rocket Money helped me cancel a few streaming services I never watch anymore and saved me $40 this month, so sign up right now at rocketmoney.com slash take and thank me later. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. You can even cancel subscriptions through the app, which is a true blessing considering the length so many companies companies go to hide the cancel feature. Rocket Money is extremely easy to use, and I'm confident I won't fall into those money pits again. Over 3 million people have signed up, saving the average user up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash the take. That's rocketmoney.com slash the take. 
So what gives? 2021 saw the return, albeit a cautious one, of live music, and by 2023, the demand for live music is high. I think every performer on the planet, and not just performer, every performer's team on the planet is missing the buzz of gigs. A Live Nation report revealed that the company sold more than 100 million tickets through July 2022, as compared to 74 million for the entirety of 2019. This post-lockdown demand is mostly driven by Gen Z consumers who, according to Billboard, are buying tickets for the first time or are eager to participate in a communal experience after a year in lockdown. For many Gen Zers, the COVID-19 lockdown hit at a peak time in young adulthood and deprived them of key communal moments like proms and graduations. Many of these teens grew into the concert landscape during COVID, which meant engaging with Instagram live streams and virtual concerts where viewers could publicly share their reactions in real time. And we all want to do our part to help during these difficult times. So for new concert goers entering live spaces for the first time post-lockdown, the old boundaries and customs between artists and audience were disrupted. So I'm here at your service for the next 20-something minutes. I'm going to try and read some comments and take requests. As a result of parasocial relationships formed during the pandemic and fans centering the concert experience around themselves and their technology, many young concert goers have blurred the crucial line between fan and artist necessary to establish proper concert etiquette. While it's tempting to blame everything on bad fans, on the other side, concert tickets are getting egregiously expensive due to a perfect storm of factors. Rampant inflation and cost of living increases have pushed up the actual costs of the concert production and wages as much as 30 to 40 percent. Ticket sales are also now the main way musicians and the whole industry makes profit, thanks to internet streaming eating into record sales. And on top of what artists need to make, tickets today come with untold fees, which leads us to the issue of dynamic pricing, altering prices based on demand, and Ticketmaster owner Live Nation Entertainment's monopoly driving up prices. Tried reaching out, request a refund, etc., and they literally can't help. After the pre-sale of Taylor Swift's Eras tour sold out in under 24 hours and there was a total meltdown due to so many tickets being held back, this brought scrutiny on Live Nation, which has around 70% of the U.S. ticketing market and was already being investigated by the Justice Department. Time reports that Ticketmaster might charge up to 78% of the ticket price again on fees, and they also hold back as many as 90% of the tickets for the secondary market. Credit card companies, promoters, radio stations, or artists' fan clubs. Meanwhile, others are bought in bulk by resellers who use bots to resell them at a markup. All this is why some Eras tickets were being resold for over $20,000 a piece. And the frenzy has led some fans to spend way over what they can actually afford and seriously regret it. Do you mind letting me know like the section and the price? Because I'm just curious if we over Paid. No doubt this feeds the anxiety to capture the concert and get something more permanent out of it than just a fleeting human moment. Meanwhile, the experience can be literally dangerous for fans, as we saw in the tragic events of Travis Scott's Astroworld Festival. Crowd crushes at concerts have been a problem for decades, but it's a little shocking in today's health and safety conscious age that there still aren't adequate nationwide regulations to prevent this. And risky situations can become even more daunting and overwhelming to today's young concert goers with little experience in packed crowds who lack any education on how to protect yourself in a packed general admission pit. So something is happening on this tour that we have never ever experienced before which is that we're seeing more people than ever 
either pass out or have panic attacks in the audience. The high-profile events of Astroworld have prompted artists to be more vigilant about problems within crowds, though this crucial logistical surveillance is hardly something that should be falling on musicians on stage. I wait for people to be okay until I can go. The most important thing is that everyone in here is safe. There are a lot of people in here. Live music may be live again, but this combination of new generational norms, repercussions of the pandemic, and squeeze economic factors threaten to destroy this sacred art form. All I hear is screaming, so it's hard for me to sing anything. Today's fans often view an entire show on TikTok before even seeing a concert in person, and then arrive fraught with anxiety due to the financial expenditure, online competitiveness, and actual safety fears. But not all hope is lost. Artists hold the potential to set boundaries both online and in person to one day hopefully recenter music as the key component of the concert experience. You get your picture, you put your phone away, and you dance with the hooligans tonight. Will their attempts be taken seriously and given respect? Only time will tell. That's The Take. Click here to watch a video we think you'll love, or here to check out a whole playlist of awesome content. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications.